Hey, welcome to the Fantasy Football Genius Podcast, where winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Stay tuned if you want to crush your fantasy football league. Happy Monday to everybody out there. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Hopefully your weekend was full of wins in your season-long leagues, full of dollar signs in your DFS bank account if you play DFS. Hopefully it was a profitable weekend. And hopefully if you need someone tonight in the Monday night game, hopefully you get the points that you need or you avoid the points that you need to get that W as we look forward to Week 14. We're a week that we likely see many leagues start their fantasy playoffs um, and that way you avoid that Week 17 Super Bowl. And if your Super Bowl is still in Week 17, talk to your commissioner. Get it moved to Week 16. That way you avoid the possibility of having players sit. But enough of, enough of that. Let's talk about this past weekend. Let's go on ahead and jump right into the podcast. This past weekend, we started this week off with a crazy game between the New Orleans Saints and Dallas Cowboys, where the Cowboys did the unthinkable and beat the high-powered offense there in New Orleans. And not only beat them, they shut that entire offense down. Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, and Mark Ingram all putting up dud numbers in a game where we've seen the video game numbers all season long. All four of them put up dud numbers and likely didn't help you get your victory because all four of them were likely put in many, many, many starting lineups. And hopefully you weren't in a must-win situation because that likely didn't happen with those duds that happened on Thursday night. But those duds didn't stop on Thursday night. They carried themselves into Sunday where we saw many other duds. Hopefully you avoided all those player landmines and were able to get the victory for your week 13 as we look forward to the fantasy playoffs. Big news came down on Friday. I'm not going to talk too much about it as it's not breaking news. It's already happened. Everybody knows about it. But I just want to say kudos to the Kansas City Chiefs for doing the right thing and getting rid of a bad seat in that locker room, doing the right thing and releasing Kareem Hunt from the roster. I'm gar- I guarantee it was a tough decision by the management in that in that. In that um, those offices up there, I guarantee the Chiefs wondered, is, is this the right, is the right thing we're doing? If we go back, to, I think ESPN a couple weeks ago put, on, put up a players under the age of 25, and Kareem Hunt, I believe, was in the top five. He was a top talent, especially a young top talent. And the Chiefs made the tough decision to go on ahead and cut ties with that elite talent. And kudos for them for doing that right situation. And hopefully the other players in this league can realize that you're not above the law. You're just like anybody else. If you break the law, you're going to get in trouble. And there is video out there, especially if you have the a player like Kareem Hunt. You have more eyes on you. That means there's more videos. There's cell phones. There's... All types of videos out there. You're not going to get away with something like this. The truth is going to happen. It did come out. The video came out. And we saw that you did the wrong. You were in complete wrong. And kudos to the Chiefs for doing a tough but the right decision there. Let's go on and move right away from that. Let's go on ahead and talk about waiver wire pickups. Did you lose a big-name player with injury? Do you need to pick up a player on your roster to help fill a hole that maybe someone like Chris Carson or James Conner had for this past weekend? Big-name players that continue to go down. 
what kind of what kind of running backs can we look at for a James Conner or Chris Carson? Again, the injuries that happened this weekend, we saw James Conner, Chris Carson, and Matt Breda all exit with injuries. All are considered questionable. Conner may have a uh, may not be able to play this week. So, are you going to be looking at the Pittsburgh Steelers backup running back to fill that hole? I think both Stephen Ridley. And the other back there are, 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 are pickups. I think Samuel and Ridley are both pickups that you need to pick up in your season-long league, especially if you own Connor. But we're obviously not going to expect the same kind of output that Connor had in that offense. I think both players are going to have a, a, a role on that offense. So I'm, I'd be more willing to take a, a flyer on someone like a Rashad Penny or a um, if, if, if still available. I don't understand why he would still be available, but a Spencer Ware. For the Kansas City Chiefs, I would rather force my attention there than to take Pittsburgh uh, backup running back, especially if, if, if we don't know for sure that Connor's going to miss this week anyways. One player that we do know that's going to not play anymore this year is Greg Olson, likely heading to the season-ending IR following his um, foot injury this past weekend. And we also got to wonder about A.J. Green as he exited with a toe injury. He had a setback during the game. You gotta wonder if the Cincinnati Bengals are gonna bring put him back on the field with their season already over. Um, playoffs are not looking like in their future, and they've not. I, I don't think they've been officially eliminated, but you gotta think that they've been eliminated from the playoffs. And you gotta wonder if AJ Green is gonna see the field again in 2018. As we talked about the running backs, um, a few wide receivers, and he continues to be my number one waiver wire pickup. And if he's still available in your league, I don't understand it. I don't understand why he's available in any leagues. I think Cortland Sutton needs to be owned in almost all leagues. His upside was seen yesterday as the Denver Broncos beat the Cincinnati Bengals. We saw what Sutton can do when given the opportunity, and I think that's something we're going to see moving forward as the Broncos continue their playoff push. Uh, I think Sutton's going to have a, a big role in if they make the playoffs or not. Traquan Smith is another name that I continue to believe that is a will have a role in the offense, especially when you play for an offense like the New Orleans Saints. Yes, they had a down game in Dallas, but this offense is not going to be kept down long. They're going to get right back into it this week in Week 14, and I think Traquan Smith is a player that you want to look at picking up in your season-long leagues. At tight end, the tight end position is very tough to find. If, if you don't have a Travis Kelsey or if you don't have a Zach Ertz or a George Kittle, or a Rob Gronkowski. If you don't have one of the elite talents in the league, tight end has been very tough to find players to, to fill into on a weekly basis. A couple of names I'm looking at, Cameron Brait and Matt Lacoste for the Denver Broncos. If you're looking to stream a, D, stream a quarterback, a couple of names, a popular name that, that's been over the last couple of weeks, Lamar Jackson has another nice matchup. Again, he can do it with his feet and his arm. In a game against the Kansas City Chiefs, we know that the Baltimore Ravens have got to score points if they're going to win the game. I think Lamar Jackson's a fine option in your season-long leagues as a streaming, streaming quarterback. If you're looking for a streaming defense, look at the Denver Broncos. Again, um, this defense isn't what they used to be in the past, but they have a very favorable matchups moving forward, especially in the fantasy playoffs. And this week they play the San Francisco 49ers, where I think the Broncos could end the week as the number one defense on the board. If you're looking to pick up a player and you need to find out who to drop for that player, again, when I tell you to drop a player, it doesn't mean you have to drop him. It's just a player that you can feel comfortable dropping if you need the space. Few names you can look at: um, Jamal Williams, Nelson Aguilar, Derrick Henry. Just a few names that you can look at, feel comfortable dropping if you need the roster space. If you want to look at more of my 
um, running back, wide receiver, tight end pickups, or the streaming defenses and quarterbacks. Please give us a look on our, on our website. Every week we put out a Monday morning water cooler. It gives a breakdown of what happened on, with the injuries. talks about waiver wire options in your season-long leagues. talks about players you can feel comfortable dropping along with the streaming defenses and quarterbacks. It's a premium article put out every Monday over on www.fantasyfootballgenius.com where winning isn't everything. It's the genius thing. Tonight, FanDuel and DraftKings have their normal mega one-game slate. Life-changing money given up top. If you're lucky enough to find that lineup that is contrarian, you can have that share of that top prize money. And if you can find that super contrarian money, I'm sorry, super contrarian lineup, you can have a shot of having that money be all yours. That top prize on both sides, six figures. Around this time of year, holidays, Christmas is right around us. Everybody's going to be shopping. Who wouldn't like to have that little extra cash in your bank account as you look forward to the new season? I know I would. I'm guessing you feel the same way. So let's take a look on how we can be contrarian on both FanDuel and DraftKings. First, let's take a quick look at FanDuel and DraftKings. It's a little different for how they do it. DraftKings has a captain spot along with five flex spots a six-man roster that you're looking to play on a Monday night or on a Thursday night or a Sunday night. They do this every Thursday, Sunday night, and Monday night. So they have the captain spot. You pay one and a half times the salary for that spot, but you also get one and a half times the points for that spot. But you have to kind of figure out that a lot of these players are expensive. You're going to have to find ways to save money if you want to take the Carson Wentz's or the Zach Ertz in your captain spot or if you want to find a cheaper player that might be able to allow you to get three or four studs in your lineup. You're not going to be able to fit a Wentz, Ertz. You're not going to be able to fit um, four or five studs in your lineup when you have one of those players in your captain spot. If you want to have three or four, the more studs you want to have in your lineup, you're going to have to find that super low-owned, very cheap player. Um, in, in weeks past, I like to find that way for my DraftKings spot. That way I can fit more players into it. But this is the week where I think I'm going to be going all in with Carson Wentz. This just has a game where I think both passing offenses are going to be able to throw the ball. And as always, if you want to save salary, which we're going to have to save salary somewhere, we're going to, have to I think the way to do it is, like usual, is by taking the kickers. Uh, for some reason, DraftKings doesn't price their kickers up. They price them down. That's where you save your money. I'm thinking about using both kickers in my lineup. That way I can put Carson Wentz in my MVP. I think I'm going 100% Carson Wentz. This, just has, a, this has a smash spot for him. I think, I think the breakout game is coming, and I think this, this game tonight is the game that it finally comes. I think we can finally see him use his legs a little more than we've seen him do in the, in, in the past this year. And I think he goes back to how he looked in the, on his way to an MVP season last year before the injury. I think we finally see that breakout game coming from him. We've seen glimpses of it when he played the Dallas Cowboys and we've seen uh, and, and the Jacksonville Jags. He has some decent numbers um, this year, but he's had a couple down games against the Giants and the New Orleans Saints. But I think that breakout game, breakout game comes tonight, and I think he throws three, four touchdowns and maybe gets one on the ground as well. I think he scores three or four total touchdowns and has a huge impact. If you don't have him in your captain spot, I think that's not going to be the way to go this week. 
If you don't want to go Wentz in your captain spot, I think the other option is Zach Ertz. I think I'm looking two different ways for my captain. I think I'm going either Wentz or Ertz, leaning towards Wentz, obviously, as I talked about. And I think a must in your lineups is Chris Thompson, especially on DraftKings when he has those PPR um, when the PPR scoring. You get a point every reception. I think there's going to be a lot of dump-offs for Chris Thompson in that offense. This also might be a onslaught game where I think maybe you take one Washington player, maybe it's Chris Thompson the only one you take, or maybe you take two, take Thompson and Reed, and then you do a bunch of Philadelphia players, including the kicker. Or you could take uh, Chris Thompson and, the, and a field goal kicker for Washington, along with the field goal kicker with Philadelphia, and then that way you're also getting Carson Wentz and Ertz. But I think Carson Wentz and Ertz are must in your lineup. Usually I like to take a stand of fading a player, especially someone that's going to be highly owned. But I think I'm going to go ahead and eat the chalk with both Winston Ertz tonight. And maybe the player that I look to fade is Josh Adams, who I think is going to be very popular. But with that questionable tag next to his name, you've got to wonder if he's going to have a limited role or even if he, is, if he, if he, even if he does play, and I think he will play, is he going to have a huge impact? I don't know if that's going to happen. I think it's going to be more of a passing game tonight for Philadelphia and Washington. I think I want both pieces of the passing game. And that's how I'm going to handle it over on DraftKings. On FanDuel, I don't think there's any way of going around. I think you need Wentz and you need Ertz, the same as on DraftKings. I think, like I said, I think I'm going 100% with both those players. That's something I don't normally do. Especially if I'm trying to win the first place prize, you got to be able to take a stand on somebody that's going to be highly owned. And those players are going to be very, very, very highly owned. But I'm not willing to avoid that chalk. I'm going to go ahead and eat it and hope that I can find that rare player. And I'm hoping that tonight on FanDuel, maybe that player is Chris Thompson, who is a big part of that offense, but he's buried down there um, for $8,000 on FanDuel. So he's buried with the, a lot of the... Uh, lower players, so maybe people don't realize that he's back tonight, and somehow you get Chris Thompson at low ownership. That's how I'm trying to be contrarian, but I think it's more of a tonight. I don't like to normally say it, with the, especially with these one-game slates, but I think it's more of a chalk night, and I'm willing to. Usually, I want to try to win first place all by myself. It's either first or last. I don't care which one it is. I think tonight it's more of a. I'm willing to share it with people. Let, let's share that top prize with everybody that's out there listening to this podcast. Let's go on ahead and win that money for for all of us. That's how I'm looking at doing it. I normally don't, like I said, I normally don't talk about being chalky on these one game slates, but I think tonight is the night that I'm going to be chalky. I'm going Wentz. I'm going Ertz. I'm going Thompson. Likely going to have a lot of shares of Reed, and then finding that value down down low for that to make it work the best I can. So if we do that over on Fanduel, if you go Wentz, Zach Ertz, Chris Thompson, and uh, Jordan Reed, you're looking at players like Alshon Jeffrey, Josh Dotson, or either kicker. I think I'm avoiding Alshon Jeffrey. I don't like the matchup for him tonight. Um, I kind of think that Josh Dotson might have a sneaky game, so maybe throw in the, the Dotson for that. But again, how you, how you be a little more contrarian also on this is you leave salary on the board. You don't go. To, you don't uh, use all your salary. Try to leave a little extra money out there. That helps you not be as popular as everybody else in the league because everybody's going to try to use all the salary. Try to avoid by using all the salary. That's the way I'm looking at it. That's the way I'm doing it. I'm using the chalk tonight. It's chalky night for DraftKings and FanDuel. FanDuel has theirs at a $9 entry fee, $100,000 up top. DraftKings is a $10 entry fee and two hundred and fifty, a cool $250,000 up top. Million-dollar prize pool for, fan, for DraftKings. Quarter million dollars up for grabs for that top prize. Hopefully I can win it. If I can't win it, one of you guys out there can win it. And we take home that nice life-changing cash. 
And if you're not following us over on Instagram, please give us a follow at fantasyfootball underscore genius underscore. And on Twitter, we are at fansportsgenius. Give us a follow on both. And if you've not checked us out on our website, it's www.fantasyfootballgenius.com, where winning isn't everything. It's the genius thing. We have all your DFS needs. We have your season-long needs. We have ways to make you to improve your season-long winning streaks, as well as improving and making you a better DFS player. Hopefully we have done that this year. The season continues to move along. We are getting ready to start the fantasy football playoffs. But before that, we need to finish up with this Monday night game. Let's try to get those W's. Let's try to improve our DFS bankroll and get that cash in our accounts. And we will see you later this week where we talk about week 14 of the NFL season. Have a good week. Have a good day. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. 